0: Again, friends, welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Kip Balknight. Gamecock Central presents Gamecock Central Radio with Kip Balknight. And we're coming to you from the Gamecock Central Studios, getting ready for the biggest series of the season in college baseball, Kip. It'll take place right here in Columbia, South Carolina, with the number two-ranked South Carolina Gamecocks, taking on the number one-ranked Florida Gators. we got first place in the SEC on the line, and the top two teams in the country getting together, Kip. It doesn't get much bigger than this.
1: No, it doesn't. I mean, this is honestly what you play for. and. um you know, I think as, as a, you know, a South Carolina former player and, and, and really a, a huge fan of the team, obviously now, you know, looking back to this time a year ago to think that, that Florida's coming in town and it's number one against number two. That, that should excite all fans and, uh, certainly be great motivation for them to come in and support their team and
0: be really loud and
1: make it a, a really a home field advantage for South Carolina. It's, um, You know, quite a remarkable turnaround from this time a year ago. So hats off to Chad Holbrook and the rest of the staff and and the players for getting it done because they're getting it done on the field. That's for sure.
0: You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to the podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Really is an exciting week for Gamecock coaches and players, Kip. Obviously, the Gamecocks are going to have to be on point to beat this Florida team that's just loaded with talent. We're going to talk more about that here in just a moment, but talk about the excitement around the program right now. You know, the Gamecocks missed the playoffs a year ago. That's something Gamecock baseball is not accustomed to to doing, and to get back on top like this and, and really have a fine season at this point, a real feather in the cap of Chad Holbrook, and all the players that are on the team. And now no midweek game for either team, so both teams have been focused on this huge series all week. You know,
1: I think back to, to South Carolina winning the World Series in 2010, and, you know, honestly, I felt like they beat a couple teams that year that probably were actually better than them. Uh, and in Florida being one of those teams – uh, maybe on paper, uh, maybe draft status, maybe, um, you know, it's, there's just more to the game than just talent. And, um, that's how South Carolina baseball tradition has been what it was built upon doing all the little things, you know, uh, playing a little bit, maybe more hungry than the other team and wanting it more and, you know, solid players stepping their game up and, and, and exceeding maybe their expectations of, um of where uh, maybe they should be. So, it's exciting. I think um, uh, South Carolina, I don't think, matches up great against Florida, but uh, that doesn't mean they can't win. So, um, remains to be seen what will happen this weekend, but uh, it's definitely an exciting time to be a South Carolina player, coach, and fan.
0: No question. And, Kip, I don't know that anybody matches up well with Florida, do they?
1: <laughs> no, you're right. And, and again, I, that's why I go back to 2010 when they won a national championship. I mean, on paper, South Carolina was not better than several teams they played, but it's, there's more to it than just, uh, you know, that's why you play the game. It's not just what's on paper and what projections are. It's, what's, it's uh, you know, what actually gets done by the players, and that's what makes it fun.
0: All right, we've got a 7 o'clock start Friday, 7 o'clock start Saturday, and 1.30 first pitch scheduled for Sunday. Number one, Florida coming to town to take on number two, nationally ranked South Carolina. Florida's 36-6, and six, and they are 13-5 and five in the SEC. They trail the Gamecocks by one game in the SEC East. And overall SEC standings, the Gamecocks are 33-8. and eight. Kip, when you're talking about Florida, you got to talk about starting pitching to begin with, and really these two teams mirror one another in many ways. Starting pitching's been outstanding for Florida. They're going to run junior left-hander AJ Puck, six feet seven inches tall, he's 230 pounds, and he throws up to 97 miles an hour. The guy is a mountain of a man, and when you put him up on that hill, he's an imposing figure. Uh, six
1: seven, left-handed. I mean, that's uh, that's that's just incredible. I mean, you know, you just don't see many of those types of guys. So South Carolina's going to have to do, uh, you know, a really good job of uh, of manufacturing some runs. You know, I, I don't think this is going to be a, a, a weekend where you see. Uh, I think you could go the whole weekend and not see a team get to double-digit runs in a game. I think, you know, it, I still do think it's going to take five or more runs for South Carolina to to win uh win the series you know in each game i think that's going to be necessary but you're going to have to scratch and claw you're going to have to get bucks down you're going to have to uh hit behind the runner and uh maybe manufacture some runs and uh have some key hits and maybe some hit and runs and still a couple bags it's runs are going to be at a premium for sure it's going to be tough but um uh, i'm sure the guys are ready and uh willing and uh, ready to go for the challenge.
0: Florida's also got another starting pitcher named Logan Shore, who is co-pitcher of the week in the SEC this week. And obviously South Carolina's Gene Cohn was the SEC player of the week this week. We'll tell you more about Gene in just a moment. But Logan Shore is 8-0 with a 2.14 earned run average. And last weekend he threw a complete game two-hit shutout against the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, Shore faced the minimum 27 batters in that ball game. And that was his 13th straight win. That's a Florida school record, a record that it stood since 1984. And Shore also threw a complete game against the Miami Hurricanes back on February 26th. And Miami's been ranked number one in the country this year. So Florida's pitching is outstanding, Kip. And run should be at a premium. Scoring's going to be hard to come by this weekend, like you said. So, uh, really an outstanding matchup. And if you like college baseball, Founders Park will be the place for you this weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you said it perfect. Uh, Emerson, it uh, should be a great environment. Hopefully, our fans can uh, can make it a true home field advantage for South Carolina. Get loud and um, obviously be loud at the appropriate times, and uh, and make it tough on them. I think that's uh, something Chad Holbrook's asked for, and um, and, and I don't blame him. I, I would ask for it too. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to see our fans get a little bit more involved and and make counters Park a little bit more tough on a. Road team to come in and feel comfortable because um, there's certainly some tough places in the SEC to play, but it's exciting times. It's uh, a great opportunity. You know, I, I I've told several business folks this week who are talking a lot about this game coming up and and you know saying it's just so so important and it is important, but you can't let one game, um, you know, you can't get too high or too low. I mean, if South Carolina had a bad weekend and only won one game this weekend they still are in a great position so players obviously know that fans need to remember that i'm not saying we we're going to be satisfied with winning just one game we obviously want to win the sec first and we got a great opportunity this weekend against florida and um hopefully our guys can um you know seize the moment we'll see
0: a couple more notes on the Gamecocks here. Gene Cohn, SEC Player of the Week, after he went 10-for-12 against Missouri last weekend. The Gamecocks swept Missouri at Founders Park. Cone was six ribbies and seven runs scored in that series, and he set the school record, a 27-game hitting streak by going 5-for-5 five five in Sunday's Game 3. He had a triple in the first inning to set the new school record that was previously held by Whit Merrifield. And what can you say about Gene Cone that we haven't already said to Kip? A Spring Valley High School product. He's from Columbia. Uh, he's fourth in the conference in on-base percentage, and he just continues to do an incredible job. What a year for Gene Cone!
1: It is an amazing year. And, you know, to think he was sitting the bench a little bit early on, I huh. think probably uh, started this, to be honest with you. I think he's, a, he's the type of guy that um, it probably ticked off a little bit. And he, um, he just does all the little things so well. Anderson. I mean, he just comes to the ballpark, ready to play. He's a student of the game. Uh, his swing is very simple. He's very short and compact to the ball. And uh, he's obviously seeing the ball well right now. And, um, you know, you can tell he's obviously a good teammate, too. I mean, there's a lot of guys that root for him and pull for him. And I think that's the biggest ingredient that I've seen in this team. Uh, you know, and some people may argue and say, oh, well, anytime you're winning, everybody's having fun. While I do think that's true, uh, the amount of fun I see that these guys are having. You know, John Jones striking out four times, having the golden sombrero a week or two ago, and and the first one out to congratulate, uh, you know, the pitcher after the game when they won in a game that he went over 5. To me, those are things that set uh, good teams apart from great teams, and, and, and I do think this team has a chance to be a great team. Uh, really and truly, not even uh, talking about just the talent, just the, the camaraderie they have amongst themselves, The, uh, the, 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 the you know, just the uh, in the locker room is just a, a great scenario, I think. And guys like Gene Kahn are certainly uh, having a lot of success, and it's fun to see. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Really proud of the young man.
0: We've talked a lot about Alex Destino this year. Junior outfielder had six hits in the Missouri series and six runs knocked in. He's having a big year. He's tenth in the SEC in both runs knocked in and in batting average. Freshman right-hander Adam Hill picked up a win last weekend against Missouri. He was the Sunday starter, six and a third innings scoreless for Adam Hill. That was his longest outing of the season, and he's now six and zero with a two point five seven ERA. Jonah Bride hit five hundred in the Missouri series, six for twelve at the plate including three for four with a run knocked in in the 8-5 to five win over Missouri last weekend. So a lot of folks chipping in here, Kip, and the Gamecocks are really going to have to pull together. We talked earlier this week about the chemistry that this team has shown, and they're going to be tested this weekend against the number one team in the country.
1: Yeah, they are. And, I, you know, I think the biggest message, I, you know, if I'm Chad Holbrook, I'm telling the guys is you don't have to do anything extra. Just we know who we are. you got to know who you are as an individual. Keep doing what you've been doing, and seize the moment. I mean, this is why you. This is why you. You know, you run in the off season. It's why you train. It's why you work in the weight room. This is all the blood, sweat, and tears that you go through as an athlete to try to prepare. This is what you play for, and just don't let the moment get a hold of you. You know, just play and have a loop. You know, be loose, have fun, and um, you know, just let the chips fall where they may. Because win, lose, or draw, no matter what happens this weekend the season is not one or off this, this weekend, you know, I mean, it, they could technically still, uh, you know, win the SEC if they don't win the series this weekend. Yes, they may have to get some help, uh, but you know, they just need to uh, take it one game at a time and not let the moment get a hold of them and, um, you know, just be themselves and uh, keep scrapping and calling and, try to come out with a series victory.
0: Gamecock baseball fans excited for this huge series this weekend. Kip, earlier this week on the radio in Columbia, Ben McDonald from the SEC Network, former pitcher at LSU, who will be one of the announcers for the TV broadcast this weekend, said that uh, Florida's got as many as seven or eight players that could go in the first round of the Major League Baseball draft. So we know how good Florida is, but uh, bottom line is that South Carolina's got a real opportunity right here in the Gamecocks, uh, up to number two in the national rankings this week, and Showcase weekend for Gamecock Baseball at maybe the best ballpark in the country, and Gamecock fans will get to be a part of that. So it really is an exciting time for Gamecock Baseball fans. And we appreciate your time today, Kip. Thanks very much.
1: Thank you. Have a good one, Emerson. Go,
0: Cock. All right, that's Kip Balknight, Gamecock Grady. joins us twice a week here on Gamecock Central Radio, and we look forward to joining you again next week. We'll review the Florida series. Hope everybody will make it out to Founders Park for the Gamecocks and Gators this weekend. I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for joining us.